I just wanted to write back at least. Cheers. Cheers. Even already took a couple sips. Sorry. You're good. Oh, sips of what? Of coffee. Uh huh. I see a whiskey bottle right there in the right in the corner. Yeah, I haven't taken a sip yet. I gotta work my way up to it. Yeah, we don't drink at all. We have not. Oh my gosh, when was the last time we had alcohol? You. No, but like actually, because I I remember moments where I would sip something, like at a gathering, and that's it. Or you know, just maybe. I think the but, the last but like time. Like actually drinking. I think the last time is uh when we went to. Florida in March, uh, and I got sick with the cigar plus the drinking. I just kind of fell off. Yeah. I think that was probably the last time that I drank because, oh. what, we're in June, May. I didn't drink at all. I know that for a fact. So, um, uh, April, I know the second half of it, I didn't drink. When did you go on the cruise again? Was it in May or in April? May. May? So, yeah. May for sure, I know I didn't drink. April, I want to say I didn't drink. But see, when I say I don't drink, I haven't drink. See, we're not there yet, I think, to the point where <laughs> we are, like, can say, yeah, I haven't drank alcohol in, like, two years. Like, I I think I could get to that point. We could. But I'm saying we're not there yet is what I'm trying to say. So. Yeah. Because we Whenever are. Whenever we start popping out babies. Oh, yeah. We're going to get there, obviously. That's definitely going to be a thing in the past. It's just. It's one of the reasons why I think we're we've done it is because in the back of our minds we're getting our bodies ready for that it's that but then it's also like our siblings and our like the younger generation that we are always around are now getting to that age that they can quote unquote start drinking so like my brother my sister your sister like they're now getting in, into that age that it, it seems like the cool thing to do. And not even because the Meanwhile, way that we they... over here just uh, blowing J's. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing is, they seeing them at their age, not even 20 yet. Not whoa, really. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They don't drink illegally. Oh, I mean. <laughs> no, no, no. But you don't even know what I was about to say. First of all, so you kind of. Should I drink the coffee and then sip? Or I, should I sip and then have a coffee after or throughout? <laughs> I forgot how to drink. Do whatever you want. Why don't you put the whiskey in the nah, espresso? I tried that one time. It, it doesn't taste good. doesn't it taste ma- good. It makes the coffee taste it's bad. it's warm. No, because this coffee tastes so good. Like having something like alcohol put in is just... Mm-hmm. Honestly, alcohol sucks. Like the taste of alcohol is absolutely disgusting. Like when you think about it, drinking poison. Why do we actually drink alcohol? <laughs> no, like what? It's like I don't take the alcohol and cigarettes are legal. Meanwhile, that ganja is illegal. How does that make sense? No, it's crazy. Someone explain it to me. No, you know, nobody got to explain it. I know why. No, we do know why, but that's Hey, a conversation for another day. I came back with it. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. No, we can actually talk about anything at all times. Who cares? That's why we're talking again on the podcast, because we just want to be us as much as possible. So what I was saying was (laughs) 
literally like actually think of the taste of alcohol why tastes like poison i don't know right but that's why like 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 that's what before it was always the acquired taste it was the thing that was legal that you just do socially like it's just something that's in the culture that you just automatically do like i had from what i think like i remember my first sip of alcohol once again that i remember is like 12 i'm sure as a kid like i drank it accidentally but that i remember was 12 like purposely taking a sip yeah and i never liked it until i was like about 18 ish Mm -hmm. and then yeah then it just became an, uh, an acquired taste from there on out and i just drank until 24 what what age did did we meet um, I was 24. Was I 25? 2019. 24, 24. I don't know, man. I don't remember. I, don't I drank pretty oh. heavily until, the, until 2019. I just, I feel like we've gotten to such a healthy point with our bodies that we actually like feel disgusted by the, the, the thought of alcohol, like that, the taste of it, the smell, just everything about it, at least for me. I don't know about you, yeah, but I don't know why I I'm drinking. Like, I haven't even started drinking yet, but just like the thought of it, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. See, that's crazy to me that we we force ourselves to take shots. Like, what? <laughs> We're weird. We are weird human beings. I don't think so. I think what do you mean? I think there's other people like that. Like, there's people who don't drink. There's people who... Oh, of course. I'm not talking about everyone. I'm talking about people, like, actually drinkers. When I say we, I'm talking about people who drink alcohol or... I'm just at a point now that... At all. I, I start to get a hangover before I even finish before drinking. Before you start. Not nah, before I start. Before even... Just, just yeah. to look at it, just you're already it, getting I'm a like, hangover. Eh, bro, I need tomato juice. Give me the Bloody Mary. That's disgusting, <laughs> With too. no alcohol. That's nasty. And you know what, too? I just... From just from seeing people completely destroy their lives over and over again every night, or just by you know with like with alcohol and drugs, and I'm talking about like drugs, drugs. That's the crazy thing is that like why I was at a point in my life, yeah, that I would be drinking like four times, five times a week, like it was literally OD. How much I would drink. I'd be like, oh, so, you know, what are we doing tonight? Is anything going on tonight? Like, nothing. I was like, all right, cool. Let's go out and let's drink. Random Monday, random Tuesday. I'm out until, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning just drinking. Just on, and then having to go back into work the next day at, like, 9 o'clock and don't get out until, like, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. Just 10, 11-hour shifts. Just working at the pool. Just slaving away. Making that, that, uh... Serving money. Yeah, and then spending it on alcohol. <laughs> spending it on alcohol, spending it on uh, on festivals mm-hmm. and all of the extracurriculars that come with it. That's why it's like now it's like I, I, I drank for a lifetime already. So what's the point of continuing? Exactly. It was, yeah, it was OD. It was OD. But you didn't have that experience though. No, because 
it only took a few like i i was i never you never like you, you were never a partier no i just i never reached a point where i could build a tolerance for alcohol coming from the person that supposedly drank what was it 10 shots of tequila yeah and i died but then, like two <laughs> weeks died. later we come and we have like three shots of tequila and like two beers and you it doesn't matter because i died every time people. You don't recognize, <laughs> recognize people. It does not matter. I just die. It doesn't matter. Like whether I'm blacking out and I'm doing stupid stuff or I just Did you remember straight, when you blacked out? What do you mean? No, that I think that's the point of a blackout. You don't remember. No, I'm, I'm not saying. No, like, you remember like remember little things. During, no, I'm saying like, did you know? Because there's, there's sometimes it's just like, like I, like, I don't know what happened last night. No, but it's probably black. But like for me, <clears throat> I would, I would drink so much that I would know after just like one like sip. Like I could be like in the middle of a beer or in the middle of a mixed drink, and like in the middle of that sip, I would sip it, and the way it would go down, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm about to black out here in a little bit." Right. Well, that's how crazy the. Out- so then I would like take a look around just to be like, "Let me remember where I'm yeah. at real quick," and just go on the freaking ride from there. That's not a ride. That's literally like a... <laughs> not every ride has to be a good ride. That's like a bus stop. <laughs> it's like on and off. They That's have a ride it. of hell. Like it's it's it. no ride. It's, it's, a ride doesn't have to be good. A ride could be bad. It's just like a trip. A trip can be good and a trip can be bad. But it doesn't even last long. Like I just... Okay, so for example, for long, me... No, you know what's crazy? That's what shows how much... Like how alcohol has such a control over our minds. Chemically, you know, it's just crazy the way that it controls it because there's blackouts where I remember flashes. Like a movie. Bah, bah. Like I remember flashes. So like I have a feeling of how, what I did and like some little things, right? But and I'll, I'll remember, I'll be like, remember that time where I blacked out and I just like called all your white friends like they all look the same or something yeah. I, I literally called all these girls rachel or something i don't even know yeah, you were blacked out i by was the time so that we left our apartment like you blacked out during the pregame yeah well because you gave me five tequila shots back to back three <clears throat> it was five three whatever it was way too close to one another it was like 10 minutes within each other ah whatever yes it was it was like an hour then that's what messed me up but and be, and that was your choice, by the way. Like, I wasn't see, forcing it. What down I'm your trying throat. to say is, I'm like, are you ready for another one? They'd be like, I mean, let's go. No, but what I'm trying to say is that I remember flashes, and the more that you told me what happened, I kind of like put it together. So like, movies got it right. The way that it shows in movies how people put things together and as their memory comes back slowly. That's that's how it is. And I just don't get the point in that. Is what I'm trying to say. I think it just took. I just it just took me a couple experiences, a handful. I would say a handful of experiences to be like, nah, not for me. I don't want to actually be put in an environment where I'm going to be forced to do that again. Yeah. So it just took me it didn't take me that long. I there's nothing about alcohol that attracted me like that except wine. God, wine. I could freaking down some wine. Even <laughs> not even anymore, wine for but me. I used to. Exactly, like I need dry wine now. No, now wine. I remember my, makes my uncle. Sick. 
you know, I, I remember my, my, my uncle and always used, like in New York always used to get dry wine. And I used to go over and be like, like this wine is so dry, like there's no flavor. Obviously I, I didn't I didn't acquire the the taste of the notes of the wine, but I'm just like, bro, this is so dry, like how is this good? And he loved it. And I never understood it. And obviously just like everything else in life, whenever you grow older and stuff, like okay, now that makes sense. Yeah, no, of course. And now that's the kind of wine that I have to drink. I, I need the, the dry wine. Yeah. That has like a, a little note of of sweetness, but not something that's like sugary though. Of oak. Yeah. Like a nice soft blanc. Or like a nice like, Ooh, a like so- a, an oak soft blanc. Yeah, like like an oak soft blanc. Like that on the Ooh. Amalfi Coast is what I'm trying to tell you. That on the Amalfi Pino Coast writing. Oh, Perfect. Yeah. See, like PG for me, like I, I feel like it's on, it's more sweet for me. Really? Than it's, than sauv. Well, that depends because the new uh, and then Merlot's sauv blanc. Oh yeah. no, Merlot, I cannot. I can't. Merlot. Merlot. I know none of that. I like a good cab and like a Pioja. A um, of and course. then I, as far as I'll go as far See, as cabs, Pinot Noir. cabs, I, I still haven't acquired a taste. I for don't cabs. like Malbec. I'll, I'll no, I'll have my uh, Malbec, but I don't know. I just. Cab is, um, will probably be, and it's, it's probably because I haven't acquired a taste, but probably like Cab will probably be the last for yeah. me. Yeah. I like the red. Yeah. Shiraz. We sure know a lot about alcohol for not being drinkers. Yeah, we are such hypocrites. Meanwhile, I stopped taking this. Well, we did, we worked in hospitality, so. No, babe, don't do it. <laughs> what happened? Just took a sip. I'm not taking a shot. I already got goosebumps. Ugh. Did you feel the drop? Like just like, just like I boop the at the end of your st- my throat. Huh? No, because we just ate, so it's not gonna be an, an, an empty stomach kind of drink. It doesn't matter. I feel like the, that drop burns through everything whenever I drink alcohol. Nah, man, you gotta drink. Uh, but I forgot what kind we're of talking about liquor here. That, like, yeah, that, like, I, I remember that they they used to tell me like, yo, when you drink this, it's gonna give you chest hairs. I forgot what it was though. Oh yeah, that's very um, like, macho yo, Hispanic. Exactly, thing. like it was. It yeah. was something that was like, yo, if you drink this, you're, you're gonna get chest hairs. And I was just always looking down and be like, I gotta get some chest hairs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's is that. But like in low key, is is that stigma? Is that is is little things like that when when you're younger that actually make a huge impact in your life? Like something that's just so small that <laughs> it's so. At, at the moment, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. Oh, my God, yeah. It's the smallest thing. But it's, it's like, it's, it's things like that that is just like, you know, like, like you know, you got to drink to give you chest hairs or if you, pu- like, if you puke, then you're a pussy and just stuff yeah. like that. Like, it oh, like it's like a competitive nature of drinking and it's also like, it's the norm. Like, th- that is what's socially acceptable is to drink. And that's something that's always been around, at least in our culture. Because... Like back before, I'm sure like you guys started eating healthy, it'd be go out, get some fried food, like some platanos, some queso frito, some yuca, some cebolla with a beer. So you could have just said mango? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. That's what you just exactly. described? Whatever. <laughs> you but literally like, listed the ingredients But like with a Corona mango. or with a Presidente. <laughs> yeah. Or with uh, a Modelo nowadays, because like, that's really popular nowadays. Or now the seltzers are popular now. Like it's just oh my a, god the seltzers. But like you would always have like a beer Ranch like water. and there's days like I crave a beer like damn like I really crave a Corona right now. Mm. But that was a norm and we grew up on that. So it's 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 and it's not just with drinking it's it's with a lot of uh, like a, a lot of other stuff as well. It's it's trying to kind of uh, unteach 
what was hammered to us when we were young. Like Unlearn. breakfast is the most important <clears throat> meal of the day. Unlearn, you mean? Yeah, what did I say? Unteach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it is unteaching because we're not going to teach it. <laughs> we're not. Well, I mean, that's just, there's always going to be some, te- some temptations of the world. And like, honestly, it's more about, there's a difference between people who just drink casually like us and people who actually abuse everything. We don't even drink casually. We just drink occasionally. Occasionally. No, I'm saying from casually to occasionally. Yeah. Is what we're, we're the, so. You know what's crazy is that when we're growing up, parents think they need to repeat to us things, repeat things to us so that we remember. Like what? And so that things stick, so that we listen to them. Oh, like lessons? Yes. But the things that actually shape who we become are the moments that your parents say that one sentence that hurts you or just impacts you or scares you in any way and you remember that one time they said it and that's you know that's what you remember you remember like the most heightened times in your emotional state like that's I think that's what you remember the most and actually that may be different for everyone but for me that's what I remember the most and so like in a household where repetition, repetition, repetition is such a huge thing, naturally. Not that, like, in a disciplinary way. Just in a natural way of just repitiendo cosas, because that's, that's what we do. We just repeat ourselves a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that obviously carried on into a little bit of discipline, but um, not like that. I don't know how to explain I don't. That sounded, like, too intense, but... Like, lessons that, that, that stick out. Yeah. Like, but there's you, lessons that our parents taught us that, that stick out that are just like, damn, if I would have listened. But it, that's, I mean, I, I feel like that's a part of growing. Yeah. Like, there's mm-hmm. <clears throat> basically, like, all the lessons that I've learned, I had to learn them away from my parents after my parents have repeated it to me. So, like the, like, the most common thing that I can remember is, like, whenever I was young in my, like, adolescence years, adolescent years, I was used to have dinner with headphones in so i would be at the dinner table with headphones in listening to music and my parents would always say you know like you know, respect you know don't listen to music at the table and all this other stuff and of course i was defined at that time and when i went to college oh no i listened oh no when <laughs> i went to college there was one time we were in a car and i was i had my headphones in while the like, like one of my teammates was driving the car having music on and he's like bro that's disrespectful I was mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't feel like listening to the music. He goes, it don't matter. It's not like you need the ride, though. So the ride, like the music comes with the ride. And I was being defiant there as well. He literally just stopped the car in the middle of a road. Granted, we're in the country in the middle of nowhere. Turned around and just grabbed the headphones out of my, like literally out from my ear and from my phone and tossed them out the window. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Yeah. I think. And, wow. And it was to, like, teach. And I remember at that moment that he threw it, like I couldn't get mad because one... He was uh, like a super sophomore because it was a JUCO. So he's he was at that, you know, like JUCO's only for two years. He was there for like three or four years. So he's the the elder, mm-hmm. the elder statesman. So I couldn't say anything. And I'm a freshman. I'm 17 years old. Like, like what am I going to say? Wow, 17. And I, at that moment is when I was just like, oh, damn. Like, there you go. Like, my parents warned me about that. Or like my attitude or yeah. the way I would talk back or lying and all that other stuff. Like it it would come back and be like, Oh, yep, like that's 
that's a lesson that they warned me about. That's so crazy that. How how much older was that guy? I was seventeen. He was twenty-two. Well, that's a good enough age. I think. But but the way that he like took that 22, moment. To, I don't know if he took that as a teachable moment. Or Not at he all. Was actually, just mad and. Yeah. Oh really? Wow. I mean, he wasn't like mad or anything. He was just like, "Who the hell is this asshole of a kid?" But to throw your headphones off. Yeah, the but I mean, like, like that's that's locker room stuff, though. Like, like that's that stuff that. Oh, it was just like play, kind of in a not, way. Not, not really. Like it was no. play. It's, it's just like, like kind of like one of those things that when you're with the guys and you're on a team and stuff that you just do stuff and it's, it's not disrespectful. See, in that's any what way. I'm saying. I, I'm not. A, I'm a female. But so you're I also not like being like it's just it's just being straight up. Is that something like that like men like in do? the most in, in the most simple way is just being straight up It's just like yo look like I told you once you didn't listen like all right this is like I'm not your parent I'm not here to teach you a lesson like there's repercussions to actions and boom there it is so it, it wasn't it wasn't like he was pissing it wasn't like he was teaching me a moment he was just like yo just respect me and, that's and it. in that there was like a life lesson within that but I, like I don't know if he did it in that in that type of way but that's the most impactful stuff are things that don't seem like it's that impactful mm-hmm. until you look back because hindsight's twenty twenty. You look back and just like, damn, that was actually a key moment. Yeah. So it, it's stuff like that. Like there's a conversation, like one s- conversation I had whenever I was playing summer ball in Virginia that I still remember to this day that for, for the coach at that time, it was probably just like another conversation for another day. But to me, like that changed my whole mindset, my whole career going forward, like that was like the, like the gem that I was missing from my mentality as a game. Mm-hmm. Just like that one convo. And like I said, like for him, it probably, it didn't, it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Like it meant the world to me. And it's just stuff like that. Like you don't know how you're going to touch and affect people. And I'm, I'm not saying that in a way like you always have to be on or none of that other stuff. I say that in a way like you always have to be true. Like, be true to yourself. Like you can be pissed. You can be annoyed. You can be whatever. Just don't bullshit somebody. Because if you bullshit them, like, you're probably robbing them of a lesson that they need taught. Or probably a lesson that you need to be taught. Because you probably react some way being true to yourself. And then they check you and they're just like, all right, cool. Like, I learned now. So, like, if, if everybody stays authentic and true to themselves, none of this fake, bogus shit. And like with all this, you know, fake activism and and all that stuff, like not be true, be honest, be real with yourself. Because at the end of the day, like you're the only like you see yourself in the mirror. You live in like you walk in your shoes, you live in your life like you can't lie to yourself. So if you live your life like that and you portray everything like that and everything you do, like just it just pours out of you. That type of stuff is bound to happen, whether you do it for somebody or it happens to you. And that's what being present in life is. Like just being aware, being attentive, being present. Okay, so I want to acknowledge what you said and respond shortly. But can I just say real quick to whoever listening, you just listened to the reason why I fell in love with this man. Like not exactly what you said, but how, how you said it. I mean, what you said and how you said it, but like, mm-hmm. just like the way that your mind goes from. Yeah, I stopped myself. I probably could have kept going a little bit. Yeah. 
but you can respond. Just the way that you speak shows you you've internalized everything in your life and you have actually experienced what you've experienced. Like it's with you and it's uh, you've allowed it to change you and, and help I spent you grow. S- and, and I spent so much time alone that I I was able to go back in my life and try to be present as much as I can through a memory. And within that, like that's when you form regret. It's when you like go back yeah. and remember you try to be present and just like damn like I wish I was even more present then. Yeah. Like I I always say like I only have one regret in life and that's not enjoying a certain moment enough. Like not being present enough in that moment, being so caught up in the I, I guess if you want to say journey of being so caught up in the noise that I wasn't present at that moment. And that's the only thing. Like all the good stuff, bad stuff that's happened to me. It's made me who I am, the struggle, like all that. Like it's made me be able to speak like this and move like this and be like this in a way. But just that in particular, because I know that it wouldn't change who I am at the core. It would just allow me to have a greater appreciation for where I came from. That That's all it is. Yeah. Like if I go back and I experience it, like it's not going to. You know, well, like if you go back and you change something, it's going to change the future. Yeah. I don't feel like that would change the future, just appreciating the moment more. Well, the fact that you already believe you should be so in the present for the leisure and the fun and the, you know, best moments in life, that also ends up being, uh, like, naturally just also a way to experience and learn from the lessons life teaches you right away or as soon as you can like not like you know compared to the average person because you're just present overall mm-hmm. so you might not realize it that you're also present even when in the day-to-day not just in the best moments in life but you just kind of accomplish both but i wanted to go back to what you were talking about real quick about the people being completely transparent with others and that like that's <clears throat> what allows people to have the experiences like you did that are life-changing and are lessons because that guy was authentic. He was himself and he was real with you. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's... No offense taken. Like, that's why when you ask, like, was he mad or was he trying to teach him? I don't care. No, I know. And that's so admirable of you. Like, that's... Because I started to think, well, maybe that's just how guys are, but that's not how all men are. I understand that's that's probably like one of like the dynamics of being a male, which is like kind of like let me just be honest with you, like straight up, and then that's it. You're not gonna get that hurt by it. You're just gonna take it as like all right, like it's like armor that you just keep building because because mm-hmm. of because I don't know. That's just the I guess the language of or the male language. I guess you can say. Yeah. But then I started to think not all men are like that, you know, and it's. Or maybe, you know, what if that's not just something, I don't know. Maybe that's not something that's particular to men, but you're that person that can take it. That's it. That's all. You can take it. <coughs> like you can take it and, and use it. That's all. You're saying take it a lot. No homo. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. Like you really try to emphasize that. Oh, no, I just, because you coughed. Yeah, so. you can take it. Yeah, take it, take it, take it, take it. <laughs> no, I wanted to add something else to the take it, but, you know, I couldn't. Right. So what else do I do besides take it? 
uh, leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Leave it hanging. (laughs) What's the, like, like just looking back now, like, what would you say? Just like the first thought that comes to your mind in terms of a, well, first, let, let me ask you this before I ask you the second, the, the, the question is, did you learn, did you learn all your lessons away from your parents that your parents had to teach you? Like me, like. Absolutely. So what's okay. So then that goes into the next one. It's what's the one that stands out? Like the first one that comes to mind of an experience that you learned a lesson away from your family that they were trying to teach you. I would say just my my relationships with people. How so? Because they were most of the time completely correct about the people in my life. And Outside even, of family. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, like they just kind of like caught on already to what it was, even though they weren't completely maybe, you know, honest with me at the beginning and then eventually started telling me little by little. Right. Because they were so accepting and like they would still, you know, want to make me happy and whatever. So they'd be inviting to the people. But like. At the end, of, then like when they would start to notice stuff, they wouldn't they wouldn't stay sh- quiet because. They cared a lot. So, like, basically, let's just say everything, like, whenever they started to see something and they, whenever they started opening up to me about something, it would, in the moment, I felt like they were so wrong. It's like, no, it can't be, whatever. And so I learned or everything came back to me and I was like, aha, that's what they meant. Like, that ha moment, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, so they were right. I've had that a lot. Yes, and then, it, but I learned them after. Like, I wasn't, okay, yes, yes, mom, yes, dad. Like, no, I was re- a rebel. In, like, the most, I'm not saying physically rebel out there in the streets, just like mentally. I'm like, no, I wanted to prove everything wrong. I prove them wrong. And we say all of this, and we also have the awareness to know that. Our kids are gonna are gonna do and feel the same way. I don't know. It depends, because <sighs> you I know think what's that's just like that's that's just what being a kid is. We're just gonna try our best to understand and be present enough to understand where they are in every stage of their life without having to pull teeth and ask, and you know just. Keep I feel like it. even then, like where, like where their parents. So, like, how open can they be? I know, I know. No, I, I think that maybe we're not just gonna always know what's going on. I just, I think that we'll just have an understanding of the season and the stage and their phase. Like, we'll be a little bit more understanding. We won't get caught up in the feelings and the emotions so quickly. We'll just be a little bit more uh, graceful, and that I don't know. Maybe that's. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I want. I would like to be. Yeah. But I, psh, I'm not like that now. So I mean, I would like to be. But 
And and what's your opinion in, in terms of that's uh, only because of the society that we're in now, like what we've learned just by the the advancement. And in, that's in, another thing. It's and the resources that are out there. What's the culture going to be like? That's that's the thing. It's so scary. what is society going to be it's like? So scary to think about what society like. I'm not thinking about my kids as babies. I'm thinking about my future kids as uh, adults, because at the end of the day, that's what we're raising. We're raising an adult. I mean, I, I think about them as babies when I'm thinking about the like the like what's the word the, that we're the fun for them? stuff in life, the simple, beautiful stuff, um, and like the happy memories. Like you know, I'm just I do think about my kids, our kids as like babies, but when I think about them and they're like and and protecting them and just or just you know how to raise period how to raise strong human beings yeah just because we can't strong always individuals protect them. exactly we can't always protect them and that's naive to think i think i read that in a book like we can't we can't raise our kids you know feeling like we have to protect them all the time and coddle them we have to just like it, raise it, them to be strong exactly strong independent beings but curious at the same time but like uh i don't even know like if if, if this is like a a safe or like um yeah like like, like a safe curious or like, like i don't even know what, what the terminology is for that why are you looking for terminology just say it no like it's, it's exactly that just taking risks but not something that's like totally wild that you can possibly die from that it's like i'm gonna jump out of a plane with no parachute type shit but it's taking risks but smart safe risks be independent but also like know and be fully aware of your emotions and your feelings and stuff yeah and honestly it's kind of like that balance that <clears throat> in a way we had to learn and develop ourselves which i'm sure that they do as well but just kind of building or not building but like forming that foundation that there they can go. still grow and figure shit out within the realm and the the world of our family see that's what i was gonna say next so not like being so on top of them but also not being so laxed yes it's like a, a, a kind of like a, a mixed mode kind of thing but we can't we can't get caught up in the mix of like wanting to control the way like our like their perception of us all the time like we or have to just think literally like we're too cool like try to be too cool no like we can always we're like we have to do it naturally and that's what whenever you said the foundation part like yes our parents the foundation that we have because of them it's been because of like action like we've been learning by action rather than them telling us how to be it's just been the example they've set. The foundation. That's our foundation. Because in a way, like they were so we just still have to be ourselves life as they were raising us. I'm saying we just we have to be ourselves and we have to re remain true to ourselves, even though we might want to evolve with them. And in the like, we have to make sure that we always come back to our foundation because that's <sighs> our that's our ancestors work. That's our parents work, our, our, our grandparents work. That's the work that they've put into our blood so like we need to keep that up and we can't just erase that foundation when we raise our kids and the biggest like help even though we we talk shit about it a lot it's just like oh whatever late and we have to have kids by third and all this other stuff it's when you when you think about it it's, we're kind of in that sweet spot like for me for example by the time that my mom was my age i was seven years old yeah like 
I'm already I already have an impression on the people who I'm around with an impression around the world I already created my personality I already created kind of like my thought process the way of being at seven and my mom's like my age so like the stuff that I'm talking spewing figuring out on my own and all this other stuff I had the ability and the freedom and kind of like the like the no um what's the word like I, I didn't have anything holding me back basically to be able to go out and learn this stuff yeah. It'd be totally different if I had a kid with me. <laughs> like, how can I experience life when I have to raise a child? How can I learn about life when I have to raise a child? And then my dad was like, what, like 24, five, probably yeah. 25. But, you know, his perspective coming from a different country and coming here even though like he came here at a, at a decent age, but still like it's, it's a different kind of environment, a different culture. Mm -hmm. He's also raising a kid too at like 25, 26, as well as, you know, being with the family and then also being newly married. And no, it's crazy. I just, I just can't. Every time you're about to, decide to bring a kid into this world you got to be like all right i gotta be prepared i know what this world looks like and i have to accept what i'm bringing my kid into but are you ever prepared like do you think you can no i'm you mentally can be... yeah oh i don't know i don't know i'm just talking i know because like we're talking i don't know nothing exactly am, like, we're I talking but imagine that moment that we find out that it's just like yo we're pregnant <laughs> All, all that stuff goes out the window. Yeah. It's just like, oh, shit, it's about to happen. Right. Like, all it all goes out the window. Of course. That's what I'm trying to say. It'll come back eventually, but it's not going to come back and it's like, oh, I got the manual right here. This page. Next page. This chapter. Like, no. We're going to, it's going to, you know, we're going to Bookmark it. it. Highlight it. But that's why having these conversations is so important. Not over obsessing over, like, having every detail figured out beforehand. No, because that's why life is so freaking great. Because there's so much unknown. Literally, the unknown is where most of our happiness comes from. And yet, also, where our anxiety, most sadness comes from. Ain't that crazy? All it is is just a change in perspective. And we go back and forth. Switch to perspective. Oh, I'm, it's crazy. Yeah. Yep. And then, that's not even to mention all the outside factors. Like, for example, the freaking shooting that happened mm. or we just talk about all learning about like, what was it oh like the the, the you the, God, RIP the the ultimate fighter thing that i was watching that that one of the fighters lost um his four-year-old kid at the time to to drowning no, at no, the, no. i think it was like at the pool or something like that like yeah but that shooting i mean that's a tragedy as like well there's no and, less and you have kind of like a, a structure and you just you know my kid's gonna do this my kid's gonna do that and and you have this idea and, and this vision of what your kid can be like to then have somebody else take that away. It's crazy. Like that shit hits different. And then with the whole, like the, the Johnny Depp verdict thing, like I'm, I'm at work and when the shooting happened, well, we need to take it back. When the shooting happened, I didn't know anything about it until like, 3 30 3 o'clock 
it was at 11 and then I saw it at one o'clock and I think I sent it to you, but you saw it later. Yeah, exactly. So like by the time I saw like I was told just by damn. So that was honestly the most recent thing or the the mo- the quickest I've been up to date on a new, on something like that. Yeah. Like any mass shooting or any big event probably besides 9/11 of course cuz went out, you know, but like I was on top of that. I don't know. I just the first thing that came uh, popped on my phone when I when I opened it up. Yeah. And then, like, being told that news that is, is, is kind of what I'm worst. going. Like, I was, like, it, it wasn't even told directly to me. It was it was just like, yo, did you hear about the shooting that happened at the I school? I have that pit in my stomach. And I was like, what what school? And then the details came out. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. And all that other stuff. And probably, you know, everybody else in the office probably soaked in it, like, in about, like, five to ten minutes or so. Just like, damn, that's crazy. I can't believe that happened. And then move on to their life. And then the following week is when the... The debt verdict comes out. I get notified by that by G Chat for the whole our, our whole team to see. Johnny Depp verdict at two o'clock. Next message. What's the link? Next message. The link. Two o'clock comes. Everybody in the whole office is watching the Johnny Depp verdict with Amber Heard. No, yeah. After that, which took like what thirty minutes in total. Yeah. And then after that. People are talking about it for another 15, 20 minutes. Damn, that's crazy. Damn, that's so much money. Damn, you think you... And all this other stuff. And having a conversation about it. Damn, that's crazy. Blah, 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 whatever. They legit, in totality, probably spent, like, give or take, let's, let's just be generous and say an hour on that. Just giving that life, giving that energy, giving that... Yeah, energy. Yeah, just giving that energy. And you couldn't even give that same energy to kids who, like, go through all social media, go through everything that that's going on right now in mainstream media. Like, what happened? The details of the story is still coming out. I don't, I don't know if you know, but the Uvalde State Police and I forgot who was I want to say the state troopers um, are no longer working with. Texas in terms of like figuring out and and doing a kind of like a, an investigation on the on it's the shooting. It's not a state in, or investigation. The state was going hand in hand with Uvalde and state troopers, like I like just, like they were cooperating to to kind of get like you know, for lack of a better term, just get the story straight and get the story together in terms of like the order of it. Because probably the government wants to actually investigate it, and they don't. They want to control. The narrative they want to control. The people who are actually there don't want to cooperate with the state. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Because they want to defend themselves. So, point saying is honestly, I just cannot. It's already yesterday's news is what I'm trying to say. Breathe, thinking about this. What what I'm trying to say is that that's already yesterday's news. Man, that's not even news. That's something that. This is what I mean by like everything should change you until you know. Obviously change you in a balanced like in an at an equilibrium like you're it changes you in a good way and then it changes you in a bad way you know like whatever but things should impact you because that's a part of being a human being it's a part of the human experience everything like should create a shift in energy our earth is shifting all the time we should be shifting we because we're growing so our 
mental, emotional, physical, all that should be shifting. And and like, so when these things happen, I just get really confused where like people don't even take a second to let it impact them. Like that is where I'm like, that's where the dehumanizing process begins because it's it just doesn't make sense to me. When someone says something, like I understand we need to move on because unfortunately the way our society is you know set up we have to go back to work the next day we have to we have to move on we got to pay bills and and we have our own problems as well and that's understandable across the board but it's not normal for you not to even take a day or two and then slowly get back like instead you just what do post something oh my gosh uvalde shooting hashtag uvalde shooting whatever social activism social activism and then literally 10 minutes after that story it's a selfie with uh, like a kissy face or it's like you at a i don't know like in a drink whatever whatever i just don't think that that's respectful and it happens with everything no it happens with everything like you can say oh that's my like it's just because we can get to the point where we're so immersed in what these platforms are that it's it's a part of us it's actually literally showing and revealing our true emotional and mental process yeah absolutely i think it does the opposite i don't think so i I think think it strips away I think, I think it's revealing our. It's every. I think it's revealing everyone. I think it's revealing. Am I in the freaking two thousands? It's exposing everyone. I think it's stripping everyone. No, no. Internally, maybe. The Personally. fact that, that that everything is so accessible, you kind of already become numb to this kind of thing because well, if it's not like because you got to think about it, the week before the school shooting was the Buffalo shooting. You didn't know about that until the school shooting. But can I explain myself? No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm just like just finishing the point is just like, I feel like with the access to so much information at one time, it scrubs that empathy that people have or that they should have. Like exactly. And that's it, exposing it strips them. it away. No, it takes, it strips it away. What is exposing is, is like, it's not the opposite of stripping away. No, I'm I'm saying strip. So it's like, for example, tolerance, right? You can like the first time, right? Like the like the first time you smoke, you're gonna get high super fast. The but next time that. you smoke, you gotta smoke a little mm-hmm. more. The tolerance gets low, lesser and lesser and lesser, or the tolerance, I don't know. But you have to smoke more and more to get that same feeling, because that tolerance is getting stripped away. So that means like transferring that into it's a catastrophe people. it's numbing it you need a lot of stuff or like one bad thing to rile up everybody yeah not you know doing what obama did but the george floyd thing mm-hmm. that got the world yeah the world seriously protesting that's just crazy 19 kids died nothing a week nothing a week news coverage and it was still in i mean not no the protest? same yeah. No, nothing. Like, it's just crazy. The, on, the only text, the, the only Texan uh, government official to say something on the matter was Abbott. Literally. Abbott was the only one. But the thing, what... And I, he doesn't even hold the most power in the state. No. It's ridiculous. So, like, what does, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, what does his opinion matter? 
because the attorney general has more power than it, that he does, you know, essentially, in a way. And if we're going to do this... Uh, it happened in Texas, and Abbott's the only one that says something. No, and if we're going to do the social, um, the you know, pulling the race card and all that, these kids were 90%... Mexicano. Latino. They So, I mean, it's, so there's like, you know, every card can be pulled at any time. But... What I was saying about exposing, what I mean is, and literally just simple as this, because I think you went deep, which was super legitimate. Like, I, that was a good argument. But what I'm saying is, just taking a few steps back, I'm just saying, like, if the person that doesn't post a lot, I feel like they're a little bit more human because they, they have time for themselves. They keep it, they literally internalize things, which is what is, like I said, going back to what I said, it's a part of the human experience to internalize things, to have that privacy, to have that, you know, and like, it just shows you're not a freaking robot because these stories be popping up on my, my, my feed. Like if it's a robot sending me, sending me stuff, because that's how consistent these people are on social media. That's part of the algorithm. No, it's the algorithm, but it's the, I'm talking about the same person like you, like people that just post a lot. Those are the people I don't trust so easily with actually feeling things the way that they that, the, the, in the most authentic way, because you're just always sharing what you feel constantly for everything, you know, it, it, publicly. It just makes no sense. Think about how unnatural the process is of posting. So it's like the equivalent of you trying to take a picture or a video of you crying, like literally just doing. I mean, I just it doesn't make sense to me when you feel something you don't uh, like. So how is that exposing who you really are? If it, I just said that people who post so much, I don't think are emotionally in tune. So it's and it mentally strips. in tune. So it strips. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it strips. But but I'm saying it's exposing like everyone on the outside looking in. Uh, there I mean, it's being exposed. I I think I I personally Literally think we're saying the same. No, 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 we're not saying the same thing. Because I personally think if you take social media away, those same people that you say I mean, that are being exposed, thing, it's different things. <laughs> those same people that you say that are being exposed, I feel personally, if you take social media away or you take their platform away, it's not going to be instantaneous, but they're going to be present and they are going to feel and they, they are going to be human. I just feel like at a, the point that we are right now as a society, as a culture, we aren't human beings anymore. Like humanity has been stripped. We may feel things, but we're not really actually taking. We're not. We're, we're taking not less and less anything. action. Exactly. Because we're not internalizing it enough to have the passion uh, to do something. We're about low key it. becoming AI. Like everything that we're yeah. doing is hand in hand with technology. We don't go anywhere without our phones. Whenever we're bored, our first instinct is to grab our phone. Whenever we're waiting for something, even if it's like a minute, thirty seconds, we grab our phone. And that's one thing we go that to the bathroom. We grab like everything has. We have technology constantly with us. Oh, yeah. This so sucks. for somebody that's because I, I constantly have my phone with me. Yes, but I'm not constantly. I like I have my phone On with it. me because I'm listening to music or I'm listening to a podcast and I just I bring it with me because that's how I can keep hearing. I'm not going to have be in the bathroom and my phone's here in the, in the living room. So I'm, I'm not constantly on it. I'm not constantly posing, uh, posting. I'm not constantly scrolling. Like I'm literally just, it's a convenience. I'm listening to music, whatever. And 
I feel like the people who do post a lot, like it, it become like there, there's it's humanity is getting stripped because right. they're constantly on it, and they're getting it's not even them posting. Like the reason that they're posting is because they're seeing a lot, so they're posting because they feel like, damn, I'm losing out, or I'm missing something, or I need a post. Like what you say all the time, you have to post a lot to get the algorithm and to get traffic and all this other stuff to come to your yeah, page. But some people just do it naturally. They don't care about making money or making a because business. Because they're already in that. Because they're actually in victims that wheel. of it. But, but they're already in that wheel. Like, like, they, like that's yeah, already that's a part of their life. And all I'm saying is that that's we, we can see clearly who those people are. And that's what I mean by it's exposed. Like if you really pay attention, what they're showing you isn't. But you're saying that that's who they really are. Yeah. I'm saying that that's not really who they are. I'm, I'm saying that that person that you says that, okay, that's who they really it are. It doesn't matter that's, that's whether exposed. that's originally. I'm saying, I'm saying that that's They're a, a technology-worn down person. I, I and that's everybody across the board. Okay, so you're saying it's not their fault, basically. Yes. I don't believe that. Because I, with every single part in my being, have not fallen victim into it completely. Do you know how much I've been tough on myself? You, but on not why, everybody is I'm not like done, that. Why I can't be consistent on social media is because I've I've honestly just realized I'm a very present person. I am too social, too into my 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 time with the people in my life, and I'm also I just get so immersed in my own life that I can't pull out my phone at the same time and 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 think of posting. That's why I don't like real time posting. Case in point. That's so you. it did not affect me at all. I did you. not. So that's who I am, though. That's because that's I've stayed true to who I am. Exactly. Regardless if they were there like that before or, or it's because it's not. They are. That's who they are. They let it change them in that way. Just like I said, going back to that, everything impacts you and changes you. You choose how that happens. Yes. Because and no. I mean, no. Yes, of course. You can be a victim. Right. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to say is that everybody's a victim. I guess if you're, I mean, like nobody look, has like, let's, let's be honest. Cause you're, cause you're saying everybody has a choice. Yes. Everybody has a choice, but let's be honest. Like you don't really have a choice if you don't have social media, right? You get like, it's just like, you don't have social, like, why not? Right. Just like if somebody has an iPhone and they like, if somebody has an Android and you have an iPhone, just like you look at them weird, like you don't have an iPhone. And they're just stronger than everyone else because they didn't become a victim. So exactly. So I'm just saying. So I'm, I'm saying like as like as a majority, it's not their fault. They like there's a reason why big tech and big media is so big. It's because they have figured it out. Like they know what the majority of people are looking for or want or can get lost in. The algorithm is so smart. It's giving you stuff to make sure that you don't get off your phone. Like it's it's done purposely. Yeah. So the fact that there's more people who fall into that trap than not speaks to the fact of why these platforms are so successful. Mm -hmm. It's not their fault. They're just, they're caught in the corporate world of, Whatever it is, you, you can call it capitalism or you can call it technology, the advancement of technology, whatever it is, you're caught up in it and no, you have yeah. no control because of that constant life. Yeah. You go I, out to concerts, you see everybody with their phone out. You go to festivals, you go to sporting events, you go to wherever it is, people have their phone out recording it. Yeah. Why? You're probably going to see that video like what, two or three times and then after that you'll be like, all no. right, cool, like, <laughs> what I need like to, exactly. Well, if you look, see, 
It's a monster that it's, they have created. They they can't control that. Like it's. I think I've seen people. It's an I've, addiction for a for a reason. No, and I've seen people actually give up on it and like go from being victims to getting out of it. I've seen it. it. It happens eventually. You look at certain people, you're like, they're gonna burn out eventually, or they're gonna realize eventually what's really important and reprioritize their life. Like I see that happening all the time to creators, to influencers, to celebrities, like just people in general, regular average people. I've seen it. So I think it's just about like it's two ways that you can see it. If you see it from an apology, an ap- wait, hold on, apologetic. If, I know. I just like I'm trying. If you see it from an apologetic viewpoint then yes it goes to your argument where like you it's not your fault you know you are a victim you know you didn't see it coming you like you just got caught up right whatever it's forgivable obviously um and then you can come from because we've all fallen victim like i've all i've i've fallen victim as a consumer so I might not be posting, but I am consuming a and, lot. And it's it's the same thing. And it's the same thing. So so yeah, like I've 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 fallen trapped to that part. So it's like you can view it from that point, you know, or unapologetic, which is the way that I've chosen to see it, just so that I can force myself to continue to be as authentic as possible to myself. Um and like start to limit the, the energy and, 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 and time that I put into it and like be, be a little bit pickier with who I watch, who I listen to. And like, do I really, do, am I really caring about this content? How do I feel about it? How does this content make me feel? Does it make me feel bad about myself? Does it make me feel low on myself? Am I comparing myself? And then I've slowly been unsubscribing, unfollowing, deleting, and and so but the only the only reason I've been able to take those steps is because I've chosen the unapologetic like I'm not going to feel bad for myself. I'm going to do something about it. That was my choice, which goes and plays into my backbone, like who I am. Exactly. Like, yes, it is your choice. But on top of that, it's, it's not your choice I, because you were raised in that way. You were you were raised with. In a way, well, whatever. A rebel what I'm mentality. saying is that you can choose either path. So we. Can, what I'm trying to say is that with with this, to see it, it's to it's, how to it's see very it. hard to choose against it because who are the ones who are on social media the most? Gen Z, right? Uh, no. There's a but millennials. Millennials, Gen Z are the ones who are on social media the most. They're the ones that were raised in the technology age. Yeah. So, like, you're raised with that. You can't control that because well, you're it is. introduced to it at such a young age. It becomes a part of your life. But whatever it is, it becomes a part of whenever you go to uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Like that's what the like like that's how you determine your your status or your hierarchy within the the social realm is through social media. How many followers you have? How many likes can you get? The the aesthetic of the picture, where you go, who you're with. But when it that's comes- all something that you grow up with. So like it's not something that you notice. Like you're like when you were going through your whole thing, it's just like I do this, I do that, me this, me that. That's you. Like, and that's coming from your perspective. What I'm saying is I'm unapologetic to myself. I can control myself, my urges, when I'm on my phone, when I'm not. I can control that I'm gonna be on my phone 
at a, and I'm off it at a certain time. What I'm saying is that not everybody else has that same yeah, willpower obviously. or that same discipline. And it's not to their fault. Like, that's why the whole attention span of humans in general has gone down. Now we have the attention span of a goldfish. That's not by choice. But what it, what, when it comes down to it, does it matter whether you're a victim or you're not? Or, you're, you know, like, if, or you can, it was your choice or it's not. It's it, your it, fault or it's it not. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Day, we but, all have to choose. Yes, but the whole basis of the conversation was, are you being stripped or are you being exposed? Yeah, and then now I'm saying it doesn't and matter. And exposed means that you're you're like exposed means that you were already this way, and now the platform is just showing who you truly are. When I'm saying they're not really that way, the platform has stripped down their humanity, and now everybody's the same in terms of a robot. Completely though, you think it just strips people down completely? For the most part, yeah. Majority, yeah. That's why there's so many culture wars. You're right. either on one side of the spectrum or the other. There's rarely opinions so you think of the in-between. there's no choice in this at all at any point. No, there so is a choice. That's my argument, that there is. At one point, there you got to take the side to, always, take, to make that decision. That's what decision. I'm trying to say. Like These are two separate arguments. There's always a choice. There's always a choice. But what I'm trying to say is the same thing, and we had this conversation the other day. It's the same thing with poverty. There's a choice. You can choose to be better. You can choose... To have a better life. You can choose to surround yourself with better people. You can so choose you to mean? have an education. You can choose. <laughs> but the reason that the hood is the hood is because, like, they get stripped of the choice See, now if we're talking about that stuff, no, I don't I'm think just, that's the, the choice. No, but it's, it comes from the same realm. Like, it comes from the same. You Like, the projects, they made the, pro, the like, they made the projects the projects. They're, they make social media the way that it is. To make sure that you don't get off. I don't think it's the same. The power of social media, the power of AI, like if you actually look into it, it's just, it's it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Computers are smarter than human beings. Like, let's just face it. So you're having a computer go against human nature. No, of course. And human discipline and human willpower. It could be form of, like, but I don't. I don't you get think... brainwashed in in a way and, and you make it a part of your life. And it's the same thing that when we were talking about in terms of when you live your life, you start you uh, slowly start to forget like the things that change you. Like what we talked about with the shooting. It affected us that day and the day after the day. But as the days go on, real life starts to catch up and you forget all of that and you kind of go back into the flow of things. It's in the back of your mind. You just keep allowing you. you but you, you go back to the flow of things. With somebody that, like, doesn't have that foundation that we have, that we, we're, we're not, like, yes, we were born, like, you know, for them, I was born here, like, you came here at a young age. We don't have generations here. So our, our, the way that we approach life, the way that we think about life, the way that we move through life is different than somebody who literally has generations that have been here, that has generational wealth. Or has generational good graces, if you want to say it. No, that's, and I, that's different. I can agree to like what you're to what you're saying about like just it's a it's a form of victimhood. Like it's like literally social media is the new projects, you know, like or just the the. That's why like mental the, health is such a big thing. The control of it, the control of of the control enslavement, whatever you want to call it. 
it has had over society. So maybe that's where our generation needs to make the difference. And that's what I mean by choice has to come in at one point. I'm not saying that you had a choice from the very beginning because it's it's very understand. I mean, it's understandable. Like we've literally all fallen victim first. You fall first and then get up. Right. Like we all, you know, so but you have to get up. So it's like at one, at, are we working towards that point where we need to wake up and make that choice and for the next generation? Because you and I, we are slowly changing the way we see social media and the internet so that we don't fall victim to it so that our kids don't either. Now we're out of the hood. Now we out of the projects or whatever you want to call it. So like, it's like, that's the, that's what I'm trying to say. Cause I completely understand what you're saying, but like, I'm talking about the end of it. And that's what I'm trying to say is at the end of it, like, so what do you say? You're to those- using you're, like all your examples are valid, truthful examples. But you're forming those examples based on us. Yeah, I know. You know us. That's my perspective. I'm I'm speaking on a perspective of majority. I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying majority. Majority of people feel this way. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, like, what do the, you think about the people that um that never fall victim though? That they've never fallen for it. What do you think about them? Well, usually they're like our parents' generation. But, like, what if someone doesn't that surprise you, surprise you when you see a millennial or a Gen Z and they never fell victim? I envy them in both ways as a consumer and as a I envy them, yeah, I envy for because sure. like for sure. the amount of if you want to say like useful, like it's very like they live a very simplistic life, at least I would like to think yeah. I, I don't I, like, saying, like, I can't speak on the data. I can just speak on what I see and what I notice and just give my take and my perspective on it. And that's kind of what I mean. Like, that's why, like, mental health has always been a thing. But the fact that it's such a big talking point now is because there's a majority of people who have mental health problems. Why is it coming out now? Because media is such a big conglomerate that it strips them away of their humanity. So now they don't know how to cope. Now they don't know how to react. Now they don't know how to deal with stuff. Why? Because they don't develop that, that, that personal, that interpersonal understanding as well as that understanding of somebody else in a public space. So yeah. when, that, when that happens, when you're no longer aligned with yourself and you're no longer aligned with somebody uh, and with like other people like in a group, right? That's not something that you choose to do because that's not human. As humans, we were formed to be species that love to interact with one another, that love to be around other people. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, like you, you enjoy company. Like you don't, nobody enjoys being alone all the time. Like whether it's one person or whether it's ten people, like you as humans, like you feed off of energy from other people. Now the fact that people are alone mostly kids like kids are alone now that it feeds into the mental health that just proves in point that humanity has been stripped it hasn't that it's been exposed it's just it's been stripped there's no longer humanity if you want to say well that's why there's there's so like there's there's nothing that's bipartisan for lack of a better term that's why everything is so black or white 
It's either one side of the spectrum or the other. Yeah. Very polarized. rarely do you find the in-between. We're so divided. But yeah. you have a majority that's on one side or the other. That's that's the point that I'm, I'm talking to in terms of I got you. what social media has brought. So yeah. it frustrates me and I talk crap about it because you say, yo, social activism, doing other stuff. I talk it for the people who are aware, though, yeah. of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't get mad at people who don't know what, like, like, like they're just cogs in the machine and they're just moving in direction that who, whatever side of the spectrum there are like if that side of the spectrum goes this way they're gonna go that way yeah they're sheep you know like not like talking crap but like they're they have a sheep mindset well, we've all been and we've all been that in some sort of way and there's ways that we heard <clears throat> but that's what i'm saying is in mindset. terms of like that's all of us in like as a majority and right now we, we, may, we, we we've got stripped of that of that individualism we got stripped of that of that self love of that self acknowledgement of that social yeah all that stuff mm-hmm. it's been stripped because now everything is so instantaneous with the phone yeah now i don't have to see you in person i can just facetime you now i don't have to talk to you i can just comment on a picture or like a picture yeah. or comment on your story like all that stuff that takes away from humanity so, you know, case in point, going back all the way to the beginning is like, it just strips. So now people like, and then when it strips, is you don't know now if you can have certain conversations with people because you don't know how they're going to take it. Yeah. I love the way you humbled that down. This is what you do. I love it. I had a fight for my you. point to make sure that it was I understood. I love you. I love you too. That's <laughs> what I love. I love that. Right. So is this a so this is like an episode over the cafecito episode or no, is this an all about perspective? This episode? is like you know we haven't done this in so long because we literally it's gonna be fun trying to figure out a title for this one. <laughs> like we've talked about probably six blah. different topics. That's the title, blah. But blah 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. So this is why I think that us doing episodes by ourselves i think that we'll go into some like stupid basic simple but funny topics if we're just by ourselves now what you know once in a while we can do that we're like i do an episode just me myself and i and the listeners and then you do the same so three people damn you know what we don't have well three people wait what Oh, like, cause I'd be like, yeah, no, it's gonna be like five of me and that and everyone else. But um, I think those would be fun in a way, cause we tend to get deep when we're together. Although we can also just get, you know, stupid too. But yeah, we talked about alcohol. But like, we always, you know, go. It's like a whole thing. So and they'll be short episodes. So I'm excited to do that. Like, I want to talk about some spiritual stuff that I've been going through. And then that also leaves a surprise for you and I. Like, we always talk to each other, but then you get to listen to how I sound just by myself. Ain't that cool? Because when you. We're going to eventually talk about it. What? We're eventually going to talk about it with one another. No, because. But there's things just like. I feel like you speaking by yourself to yourself, which is what technically it is if you're like just talking to the microphone. Um, It's like how your mind is. And, that, and, and so it catches things and catches ways of saying things that you won't say if you're just talking to someone else. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I think that'd be fun. Because there's some things that I've verbalized to you about, like, what I'm going through spiritually. And, like, 
it doesn't probably resonate as much as it would resonate if I, if like I just said it and didn't really feel the pressure to explain it to someone. It's completely like, or you don't feel the pressure of you might get interrupted. So let me or make sure that I get my point out as fast as I can before he interrupts me. <laughs> I can actually go for 15 minutes on a thought and not feel like I have to prove a point. See, but that's my thing. Cause I'm, I forget like, I'll forget something. I don't want to forget anything you say. So I want to stop it before you go forever. And then I'm like, oh, my God. But now I do remember. I remember everything. I just freak out in the moment because I know you're going to go for a long time. So I'm like, I freak out. Like, I want to remember everything. But I always end up remembering the whole thing. Can't help it. I Anyways, go for a long time. stay tuned for more episodes because we back. We back. We back. But we actually, we're not back. Honestly, we're brand new. You know why? Because it's all on the table. But thank you for tuning in to the episode. Make sure to check in to the next one. It's the Danny signing off. Wishing y'all much love. Uh, stay blessed. You forgot. What? Stay blessed. Much love. Peace. Yeah, I was thinking there was something else I was missing. There. I know. I feel like there was something missing. Whatever, man. You know what the deal is. Check us on our next episode. Peace. <laughs>